0: Visit chrissawyer.anny-mac.com. Email them at csawyer at maccom or give them a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Any Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Any Mac Home Mortgage. Lo-Fi Direct. Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender. Broker number ML 338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker. License Number MC 338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number two zero one one two eight one zero. l Call for additional details.
2: pitch is drilled
0: to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what
1: they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Because the Yankees are not. are even close to the best organization
2: in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankee.
1: Welcome to Sports Talk with r and I'm Steve Risser, along here with Justin and Afrio. And week 11 is upon us, and we got a good game on Thursday Night Football. We got the Titans at 6-3 and three in first place in the AFC South against the Green Bay Packers, who uh, who got a big win last week against the Dallas Cowboys. We thought they were going to go to 3-7, and seven, but they had that big comeback win led by Aaron Rodgers and Christian Watson. So we got the Packers and the Titans, and I think this is going to be a close competitive game. I think Derrick Henry is going to have a big game on the ground, and I do think Aaron Rodgers will have a good game. I think the difference in this game is going to be, though, the Packers will not have the success on the ground as they had in the previous week. And that's why I think the Titans are going to win this game. I know the Titans are not good at receiver. I know the quarterback's a question, but Derrick Henry's going to be playing. So I think he has a lot of rushing yards. And I think the Titans contain the Packers running game. And I think that's the difference in this game. And that's why I got the Titans going to seven and three. And that's why I got them beating the Green Bay Packers 22-17. But Justin, can Aaron Rodgers stay hot? and help the Packers get their second straight win.
2: I think they, I think Rodgers does this week. I think they find a way to win on a short week. Yeah. You know, the running game finally was about time. They use Aaron Jones. He had a phenomenal game on the ground. Um, I just think too, with, you know, I know they have Henry, but yeah, as you mentioned, with all the wide receivers banged up, you know, who knows about Tannehill? I think, you know, Green Bay does find a way to win this football game. I think they do enough. I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, I think they run, they run the ball enough where they could use play action. That really helped out Aaron Rodgers last week. I think they're able to use that enough. I think Aaron, Aaron, And I think the Packers find a way to win 24-17.
1: Yeah, I would not be surprised the Packers win this game. I think, yeah, they started to get back to what they did best in this game of the run game. But the Titans are second, second in the league in stopping the run of the Titans. That's, that's, I think, the big issue in this game. And I know Christian Watson played well last week, but – I don't know if he's going to have a good week, two weeks in a row. And, yeah, a lot of people are thinking, oh, the Packers are back. The Packers are back. I don't think so. Looking at their next two games, there's a very good chance they could end up, they could be four and eight after uh, after Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, with, at at Philly next week and then even the way the Bears are playing, you know, that, that could be a tough one. I know they blew them out week two, but, yeah, you know, that, that one too could be another tough one. Um, but, yeah, it's a big one for the Packers because, yeah, you go on the road now for a couple weeks here coming up. So, yeah, definitely a big one. Definitely a winnable game for the for Packers and, and the Titans. Titans definitely win this game as well. They're they're good enough. And again, Mike Bravel's an unbelievable coach, and he's done a great job with all the injuries that they had this year and even the last couple of years. Absolutely. I mean, he's one of the top coaches in the league, and that's why the Titans are in it every single
1: year. But we got to transition to a big game in the NFC between the Cowboys and the Vikings. Cowboys tough loss last week. Vikings' crazy win last week over the Buffalo Bills. And I think in this game, I think the Cowboys' weaknesses are going to show. I think they're going to continue to have trouble stopping the run. I think Dalvin Cook is a big game. I do think Kirk Cousins throws a couple of touchdown passes. I do think the offense scores some points. I do think Dak throws a couple of touchdown passes. But just like last week, I think th- he throws that key interception that cost the Cowboys. And that's why I got the Vikings going to nine and one and the Cowboys going to six and four. I got the Vikings beating the Cowboys 28 to 20. But Justin, can Dak bounce back this week and lead the Cowboys to a win in Minnesota?
2: I don't think so. I got the Vikings as well, 24 to 21. Um, I think Minnesota's got the better coaching staff. I like what Kevin O'Connell's done this year. Um, I think Dalvin Cook goes over for over 100 yards yet again this week, and I think that's a big key of why they win. I think Kirk Cousins makes enough plays. I think Justin Jefferson could have a um, big day receiving-wise, and I think the Vikings make enough plays in this game to um, hand the Cowboys the second straight loss.
1: Oh, I definitely could see it happening. I mean, this Cowboy team, I think i think they're not – I mean, I don't think they're as talented as last year, to be honest. I mean, I just don't think they're as deep at receiver losing Amari Cooper. Uh, I mean, I think that you know, their, their defense is up around the same, but it would be a better defense if they had Randy Gregory. They would have a little bit more pass rush. Their run defense is absolutely terrible. That's a big reason why – that's the reason why they lost the Packers game. So this Cowboy team, I think we're looking at for the Cowboys. Another year where they get in the playoffs – maybe win a game, but don't go far than the, than the divisional round.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I think, you know, they definitely, the offensive line has been a 100 times better than it was last year. They, they've they really fixed that. they developed that. And, you know, without Tyron Smith even yet this year, he hasn't played. So, yeah, for offensive line, that's been a lot better. But, yeah, receiver-wise, it's been weaker. Um, you know, the defense... Again, you know, and for the defense too, they haven't created as many turnovers as they did last year. They only have 15 so far. I feel like at this point they had like 18 or 19, somewhere up around there last year. So yeah, Cowboys D still good. But yeah, they're not last year they're pretty good against a the run. They they really have not been able to stop that much at all this year. And that's, you know, could be something that really hurts them going in, in uh in January in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, again, I
1: don't see this Cowboy team the way it's the way it's structured right now. I don't see this Cowboys team making a run. I mean, I mean, you got a 14 point lead. You got to hold that. And if and that's on Dak Prescott and that's on the defense, Dak made two terrible and had two bad interceptions uh, last week. And in the defense, if they want to be considered great, they got to hold a 14 point lead.
2: Yeah. They got to be able to, you know, and I know it's Aaron Rodgers. You're playing up at Lambeau. I know that's pretty much a must win as it gets for the Packers, but yeah, you know, you want to be a Super Bowl contender. You want to, win that NFC East and that, you know, um, stay stay pace with the Eagles. Yeah. That, that's a game you got to win. Um, especially, yeah, they were in control of that game for a while being up, uh, two scores, but yeah, they just weren't able to stop the run. A couple bad throws there by Dak and, um, you know, it just not, you know, it just, it's a loss that the Cowboys it's kind of been the last couple of years, they kind of lose a game like that where they're in control and they just find a way to lose the game. And, you know, that's, Super Bowl contenders usually don't lose games like that. No, no. It's, it's, it
1: was it was definitely a typical Cowboy loss uh, last Sunday. But moving on to a team that's ahead of the, the Cowboys, and that's the New York Giants. This week, they host the Detroit Lions. They won a big game. They won a game last week against the uh, Houston Texans. Typical Giant win this year. You know, it looked like they'd blow them out early, but they they, they let the Texans hang around. But they were able to hang on and win 24-16. to 16. This week, I think this is going to be another close game. This is going to be another close competitive game. The Lions have been playing better. I, th- I think they're. Able- I think the Lions were able to have success on the ground with DeAndre Swift and uh, and Jamal Williams. I think that Jared Goff th- has a pretty good game, but I think the difference in this game is I think Saquon Barkley has another huge game. He's another huge game on the ground. Daniel Jones throws a couple more touchdown passes. I think it's close and competitive with Detroit with Detroit having the ball at the end. But I think that Giants defense, like it's done all year, makes the huge stop, and that's why I got the Giants winning and going to eight and two going into Thanksgiving. I got the Giants beating the Lions. 28-23, to 23, but Justin, can Goff have another big game and lead the Lions to their third straight win?
2: Yeah, I get the Lions, 27-23. to 23. Wow. I just, again, now, again, credit to the Giants. They found a way to win last week. I know we're talking a little bit before the show, but the Texans were in the red zone four times the second half. They just repeatedly shot themselves in the foot, you know, with a couple turnovers I and, and some penalties. I think Detroit, to be able to move the ball, And again, it is the line, so I could see them doing the same type of stuff. But I I think Detroit, you know, was able to move the ball against the Giants. Their offensive line's been pretty good, as we know. The Giants are going to blitz Jerry Goff and try to make him throw under pressure. I think Goff protects football well enough. I think they run the ball well enough. I think they do move the ball. Yeah, I know the defense isn't great, but I think the Lions defense makes enough stops in this game. And I think the Lions get out of MetLife with a win 27-23. And I could see why your pick, yeah, is as you said. The
1: Texans did get in the red zone four times against the Giants, uh, last, uh, last week. Yeah, I mean, a little, some of those drives, the Giants were up double digits and they were playing mm. zone coverage and they were letting them get into the red zone, but still, I mean, yeah, the Texans did move the ball in the Giants in the second half last week. Detroit definitely, I could see Detroit definitely moving the ball in, in this game. That's why I, I do see them moving the ball, but I think they're going to settle for field goals. That's why I, that's what I think, but, but. With the way Detroit does move the ball, I could see them definitely giving the Giants defense trouble. And I could see I could see offensively the Giants having a little bit of trouble too with the demand coverage that Detroit plays. Aaron Glenn likes to play a lot of man coverage, and the Giants really don't have a receiver that could beat man coverage. So I could see I, I definitely could see the Lions winning this game, but the way it's been all year, the Giants have beaten better teams than them, like the Panthers, like the Bears, like the Packers, like the Texans in close games. That's what I think is gonna happen this Sunday.
2: No, you're right. They, they've they beaten the team that they've had to beat this year. You know, it, it, you mentioned it hasn't been pretty, you know, for a lot of the year. They haven't beaten any, really blown anybody out. But, yeah, they found a way to win close, and I think it's a huge thing. Um, Yeah, you know, for the Giants and the wide receivers, so they had a good week. But, yeah, is this the week get Kenny Galladay against his former teams? Is finally the week that he does something? But yeah, I know. I
1: if Galladay doesn't do it this week, he's never going to do it. This is his former team that didn't want to give him a big deal. If Galladay doesn't have a big week this week, he's never going to have a big week for this team. And we got a comment from Hector. I think this is the week that Barkley reaches over 1,000 yards, and I agree. I could easily yeah. see him getting over 100 yards against this Lions defense. This Lions run defense is not good at all. I definitely see Saquon Barkley reaching 1,000 yards this Sunday.
2: Yeah, absolutely, because he's about 70 yards away from that mark. So, absolutely, I could – I. I definitely could see him getting over 70 yards this week and topping the thousand yard mark. And, um, been a great year for him in a contract year. So he, he's looked phenomenal. He looks healthy. So it, that's another huge reason why the giants are sent at uh seven to two right now. Oh, it's the, re- I think it's the biggest read the, the two reasons why three reasons why
1: four I'll go. No, I'll go with four reasons. Saquon Barkley. Number one has been outstanding. Daniel Jones had a really good year. The defense has played well, made the stops and they've given up yards, but they've made the stops and they've had to make the stops at number four. Brian Dable has been outstanding. He is clearly right now the coach of the year. Seeing that Nick Sirianni lost last week,
2: yeah, absolutely, I agree with all four of your points. You know, Daniel Jones looks like somebody. Again, he may never be a top ten quarterback, but he looks like somebody that's good enough right now to kind of, you know, could take you to the playoffs again. You know, we'll see what what happens if they do make the, get in the playoffs. We'll see how he does then. But yeah, he's played pretty well. Barkley being healthy, the defense looks better this year than it has than it was last year. And, yeah, Dable just has made an absolute difference. And, you know, co- coaching matters in the sport. And, you know, it, he, he's made such a big difference. And he, you could see it. And those guys believe in that locker room. Absolutely. Dable's done an outstanding job
1: for this Giants team. But we'll move on to a huge matchup in the AFC East. So we got round two between the Jets and the Pats. Uh, as obviously, obviously the Patriots won in, in, the, in MetLife Stadium a couple of weeks ago, where Zach Wilson threw three interceptions but I don't think the Jets are going to make the same mistake as they did a couple weeks ago against the Patriots where they had Zach Wilson drop back and throw 41 times. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to, they're going to, they're going to get that running game going with James Robinson and with Michael Carter. That running game is going to get going. I think they go for over hundred yards on the ground. And I do think the Patriots have some success turning them on the ground, but I do think, Mac Jones makes some mistakes in this game. I think the pressure of Quentin Williams, I think that forces Mac Jones to make some mistakes. I think Sauce Gardner gets a pick in this game. I think Zach Wilson is the quarterback who, who makes less mistakes, and that's and I think the Jets are the team that runs the football better. That's why I think the Jets get a split against the Patriots, and they win for the first time in Fox versus the can't-wait game. I got the Jets pulling the upset and beating the Patriots 23-20, to but Justin, can the Pats beat the Jets for the 14th straight time?
2: Yeah, uh, I got the Pats in this one, 2014. I could definitely see the Jets winning this football game, but I feel like Patriots find a way. Both teams coming off a bye. The Patriots offensive line, I hope during that bye week, really figured some things out, you know, because they haven't been great. Like, Cole Strange was off to a really nice year the last couple of weeks. I know he's faced some good pass rushers, but he's not been the same. He's had a couple penalties the last couple of weeks. Hopefully Dave David Andrews is back under center, you know, He's still questionable with concussion, but I think he's going to play. I would hope, but yeah, I, I could see you know Mac Jones again, you know, that pick six, that got called back for rough in the past or late in the second or second quarter. That was the game right there. You know, the, the jets really didn't do much after that, you know, the, the tides changed. So I, I could totally see the Jets win this game. I think Mac Jones plays well enough. I think coming off the buy the Patriots do enough at home at Foxborough. And again, this is, the pay, we're gonna find a lot out by the Patriots the next. They got three games starting Sunday in twelve days. Getting down, then they go to Vikings and then Buffalo. If you know, think they got to go two and one to you know really be still in that playoff hunt. And we're we're gonna find out if this if this team is really a playoff team or if it's you know they're gonna go home after week seventeen.
1: Yeah, I mean the thing about the Patriots is right now that they're at five and four. I think ten wins gets you into the playoffs, so I think they got to go ten and so really they got to go. Uh, I think they got to go five and I think five and three down the stretch. and They're going to make the playoffs. And let me tell you, this schedule is brutal, especially after they got especially in their last eight games. Obviously, they got the Jets this week, then they got at the Vikings, the Bills twice, uh, the Bengals, the Dolphins. I know the Bengals and Dolphins are home games, but they're still going to be really tough games. And the Cardinals on the road, which isn't going to be easy. The only easy game they have is going to be the Raiders. That's it really in their le- That's why if the Patriots don't win this game, to me, they're not making the playoffs. I, I don't think the, I, I think the pay, I don't think the Patriots are making the playoffs if they don't win this game. Cause this is one of the five wins. I think they're going to need to get into the playoffs.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. Cause yeah, you're not getting a sweep of, of Minnesota and Buffalo the next couple weeks. Yeah. And you know, um, Bengals at home are going to be tough. Dolphins at home, you know, We've really shown against the Dolphins the last couple of years. They've had a number. Um, yeah, Arizona in the Raiders. That's you know back-to-back West Coast games there. I, I don't know how. I don't know if the Raiders going to be because you know McDaniel. I, you oh know, yeah, McDaniel might not have the job.
1: Coach. He might not be the coach at that point. I, I, no. But the Cardinal game, yeah, I know you don't like Cliff Kingsbury. That's still going to be a tough one.
2: Yeah, that'll be a tough one on the road. You know, I know the the Cardinals are really banged up, but yeah, on Monday night, you know, who knows? Maybe Arizona fig, fig, finds a way to win that game. But yeah, it's a tough schedule if they don't win this game. Um, yeah, their, their season is is pretty much over.
1: Yeah, it's, they, 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 yeah, this is to me, in terms of which team needs this win more, I think that Pats definitely need this win more because if the Pats lose, they're two games behind the Jets. If uh, even, but so, yeah, and, and if the Jets lose, they're still tied, even though they'd be a game behind the Pats, but they'd have the same record. And the Jets, I know their schedule's tough too. They still have to, they still go to Buffalo, they still have to go to Miami, they still go to Seattle, but they also have. The, uh the jaguars the uh the lions and the bears on their schedule so their schedule is a little bit easier than the patriots going forward
2: yeah absolutely it is you know they, they got Minnesota and buffalo coming off too but yeah chicago at home but you know it helps chicago's at home the lions are at home you know the lions and then yeah seattle is gonna be a tough one on the road at Miami you know on the road that, that could be a you know that could possibly be a playing game you know for a playoff or for who decides to finish second in the AFC so yeah, absolutely. You know, the Jets do have a little bit um, easier of a path there. Um, just a little bit bad. Yeah, it's another tough schedule. And yeah, I, the Patriots definitely need this one a little bit more than the Jets do. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and also seeing where the programs are right now, the Patriots are three years or, or this is the third year. The Patriots haven't had Tom Brady. At this point, you would think the Patriots would be contending for a Super Bowl. The Jets. Yeah, the Jets. If the, So the, say the Patriots end season eight and nine. I feel like that's a disappointment say the Jets go like nine and eight and like miss the playoffs by a little bit. I think it's not a disappointment because the Jets were four and 12 last year and they're, and they're building their program right now.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good point. Cause yeah, the Patriots year three and you thought their last year and how Mac Jones kind of looked, you thought, okay, maybe the next step we've talked a million times about the offensive staff that they have and all that. Um, but yeah, you would think now, you know, cause there's still a lot of answers about Mac Jones right now with just everything going on. And yeah, with the Jets again, with all the injuries, they kind of had the preseason, you know, we kind of thought, yeah, you know, the team A is going to have four or five wins and they, they, you know, Robert saw is in a really nice job and yeah, in year um, number two under Saul, they, they you could definitely see the, them turn around that, um that franchise. And yeah, it be definitely a good step in the, in the right direction for the jets. They go like nine and eight or something like that. And yeah. with the Pats, Pats go eight and nine. Yeah. It'd be a disappointment year and, there's going to be a lot of questions. They'll have $100 million in cat space to use this offseason. So it'll be a big offseason for Bill to spend, and then you'd hope this time kind of spend more wisely.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely.
2: So we got to get to a
1: matchup in the AFC West. And who would have thought at the beginning of the season that the AFC West could be over before Thanksgiving? But that's the case if the Chiefs win this game. And I think they do. I do think the Chiefs win this game. I think Patrick Mahomes is another big game. I think Pacheco is a pretty good game on the ground, too. I think Mahomes throws two or three touchdown passes. Last week, he was he's the MVP right now. He threw four touchdown passes to four different wide receivers. He's clear the MVP right now. I think he continues to play great. And I think Justin Herbert has another great game, a really good game. I think he throws a couple of touchdown passes. But in the end, I think he I think in the end he doesn't, he, he doesn't convert on a fourth down or he throws a crucial interception that 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 costs the Chargers the game. And that's why I got the Chiefs uh, going into LA and beating the Chargers 31 to 27. But Justin can Herbert and the Chargers get
2: revenge from what happened in week two. I think it's possible, but I, I got the Chiefs as well getting out of there with a the win 30 to 24. Um, Mahomes has been really good against the Chargers. Got 18 touchdowns and, and five INTs, uh, you know, and eight games against the Chargers. He's done a really good job. And, you know, the addition of Kid Air Tony last week, you know, adding him in, he looked pretty good. I know they may not have Juju Smith Schuster this week, um, being still in pr- concussion protocol. But yeah, I think the Chiefs run the ball well enough against that Chargers defense. And, again, with Mahomes, I think they do enough. Er, you know, er, Mahomes is going to have a good day through the air, um, off play action. You know, the only thing is make too many mistakes in that game. In the, in the game. I think the Chiefs are going to be able to pull up some points. Um, you know, the Niners moved the ball pretty well against, against the uh, Chargers last week. They just couldn't finish. They had two or three drives inside the 10. They didn't get any points. So I think the Chiefs are going to be able to move the ball, and they should get out of L.A. with a win. We got a matchup in
1: Indianapolis as the Eagles try to bounce back from their week, uh, from their loss on Monday night against the Commanders. They they face the Colts this week. And I think in this game, I do think the Colts stay in it early. I do think Jonathan Taylor is a big game. I do think they stay in it early. But I do think the Eagles' offense also moves the ball. I think Miles Sanders has a good game. I think Jalen Hurts has another good game. And I do think the Eagles' defense forces a turnover or two from Matt Ryan. I think that's going to be the difference in the game. That's why I got the Eagles bouncing back this week, winning the game 30-17. to 17. But Justin, can Jeff Saturday get his second win? His second win as Colts head coach.
2: I think they keep it close as well, but I don't think they have enough. I got the Eagles twenty-seven to twenty-three. I think we learned the formula to beat the Eagles. You know, it's kind of run the football, get a lead, and that kind of changes how the Eagles play offensively. You know, and the Eagles too have been great at turning turning you over, and they had three turnovers themselves last week. You know, and I, I think they're probably still not going to have Jordan Davis this week, and I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be able to have a good day. On the ground, you know, the Colts look, you know, pretty bought into Jeff Saturday and all that. And, you know, Matt Ryan looked really good. I don't, you know, he played really well. So I think the Colts keep this thing close. I think they play well, but I think the Eagles just have a little bit more talent. I think they bounce back this week, but I, I think the Colts keep it um, a one square game. And you made a good point about Jordan Davis. That has been a much bigger loss than a lot of
1: people expected. The Eagles run defense. I know it's not great, but it's definitely improved when Jordan Davis is in there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He's such a big body guy and he can move pretty well. And, yeah, he just he he clogs a lot of space up front. And, yeah, he's he's not having him there. has been a big difference. And, you know, um, he was such a big part of that. He was kind of an underrated guy on Georgia's defense last year. Um, But, yeah, he's you know, he's been a big loss. And I think they're hoping maybe week 13 he's back. So a couple more weeks they may not have him. But, yeah, he's he's been really missed up front. We got a, an NFC matchup in Atlanta as the Bears travel to Atlanta. Justin Fields,
1: homecoming for Justin Fields. He travels back to Atlanta to face the Falcons. And I think this is a typical Bears game. Both teams go up and down the field. There's not much defense being played. But I do think Justin Fields has that game-winning drive in his hometown. And that's why I got the Bears winning the game 30-27. to 27. But Justin, can Mariota bounce back this week and get the Falcons to 5-6? and six.
2: I got the Bears as well, 20-24. to 24. Um... You know, yeah, yeah, uh, Justin Fields coming back home. You know, I, I expect him to have a big day. It, you know, um, both teams aren't great at top of the run, the Falcons are a little bit better, so that's maybe where they could have the advantage in this one. Um, you know, what quarterback can make the less mistakes? You know, who, who's the less penalized team in this game? But uh, yeah, I, you know, I expect Cordell Patterson to have a big day on the ground. Mariota could have a couple big runs in this game, but again, getting Kyle Pitts and Drake London involved, they're going to be huge for that offense. Keep them off balance with play action in this game. But I do think the bears right now, they're playing a little bit better. I know their defense isn't great, but I'll take the bears on the road to get a win. Got an NFC
1: matchup in New Orleans, an NFC a rematch of an NFC championship game. I think we all remember as the Rams travel to New Orleans to face the saints and neither team knows who their quarterback's going to be. This is, the Rams are not going to have Cooper cup for a while. In this game, it was a hard game to pick, but I just took the team that had more weapons on offense. Pretty much, that's that's the team I took, and that's why I got the Saints winning this game, nineteen to thirteen. But Justin, can Aaron Donald and the Rams' defense help them get an upset win?
2: They're going to have to with everybody out now. I got the Saints as as well in this one twenty to sixteen. Um, yeah, they're going to have to get pressure on now. Yeah, whoever plays quarterback, if it's Jameis, Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill, you, you assume is going to play a little bit of quarterback in this game. Um, you know, Thomas has been out as well. Um, but, yeah, the Rams' defense is going to have to force some turnovers. And, again, the Saints have turned it over 19 times. But the Rams have only forced eight all year. So, someone's got to, you know, Aaron down on that defense. They're going to have to make some plays. They're going to have to probably score a defense touchdown, try to win this game. But, yeah, I'm with you. This game was impossible to pick. And, yeah, with Cooper Cup out and this game being in New Orleans, I decided to go with the Saints. But I do not have much trust in them
1: no no you don't trust in either te- I don't you don't have trust in either team right now especially offensively no trust in either team right now and and no. that and that you know blank them picks philosophy from less need is coming back to bite him right now because this Rams team has no depth at all
2: no no they don't and I, I truly do think like last I know they've still had don't have many draft picks but I think last year they kind of just they just threw all their marbles in it just kind of said look you know let's just win it we'll deal with next year you know that, you know next year and yeah it hasn't worked out they don't have much depth the hasn't been healthy pretty much all year and yeah it's a team up uh, that just yeah um they, they're just they, ha- they have they haven't been great this year and it's just do not much depth they haven't been able to run football and cooper cup's been their only really weapon that's really stuffed up this year you do you forget they have alan robinson Because i know because alan robinson
1: year. has been terrible he's done
2: yeah yeah he hasn't been great so it's been tough yeah it's been tough and now with no cup you know did that, now they needed Al Robinson to uh, really, really come up and have a big day Sunday.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. So it should be an ugly game in the Superdome on Sunday. We got an AFC matchup in Buffalo, and there's a very good chance there could be two feet of snow when these two teams face off with each other, similar to the game they played in 07 uh, when they played in Cleveland. So I think this is going to be a sloppy game, and it's going to be an ugly game. But I do think the, the Bills end up winning this game, and that's why – I think I do think that I, uh, this is a good matchup for the Browns because they do they do run the football better. But I do think Josh Allen will make less mistakes than Jacoby Brissett. That's why I think the Bills win this game twenty-one to sixteen. But Justin can Nick Chubb run the Browns to an upset
2: win? I think it's very possible in the snow. I think it could be very. I think this game sets up perfectly for the Browns. If there's as much snow, if, you know, as uh, predicted right now. Again, it's Wednesday. Things can change very quickly. But yeah, I, I think this game sets up beautifully for the Browns to be able to run the football. Um, we saw kind of, I don't know, you know, we kind of saw whether did Buffalo last year against New England, they, you know, couldn't run the football in that game. I, you know, I, I think if it's like that, it's going to be a shortened game. I think the advantage um, Browns and the last couple of weeks, you know, Josh Allen, who's been really good at protecting the football the last couple of years, he's got four interceptions the last two weeks, which is, you know, unlike him. And two of them have been in the red zone. Um So I I think the Browns keep this thing close. I think it's low scoring, but I do think Buffalo finds a way to win. But I think it is very ugly. Even though this is the snow games are like my favorite ones to watch. (laughs) Even though it'll be some low scoring defensive game, but uh, I think the Bills find a way to close out a close out a win at home. And the big
1: question right now: a lot of people thought, a lot of us thought, the Bills would be the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Right now, they're sitting at six and three, in third place in the AFC East. The question is: should we be concerned about the Bills right now? And and for me, I know Josh Allen has thrown more interceptions than any quarterback. I know four of his last, I think six interceptions have been in the red zone. But still, for me. I'm not concerned about the Bills because of the schedule. I mean, they 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 got they they this week they got the Browns. Next week they got the Lions. The week after they got the Patriots. Then they got the Jets and Dolphins at home. So they got their big their big division games. They're really they're they're divisional games. They their two toughest divisional games on the road. They got those are those those are out of the way. Then they're probably their toughest game outside of that the Vikings. That's out of the way. The Viking the, the Viking the two toughest games they had outside of that the Vikings the, the Vikings and the Chiefs. That's out of the way. So. I do think, looking at this schedule, looking at this bill schedule, I still think they're going to finish uh, thirteen and four at worst. I, I think I can very easily see them run the table. I think they could. I still think they could finish thirteen easily. Finish thirteen and four with playing the Lions at the at the Lions at the Pats, the Jets, the Dolphins at the Bears. Uh, at the Bengals will be a little bit will be tough, and they host the Pats. So. This schedule, to me, is very, very favorable for, for the uh, for the Bills. I know there's a lack of a running game. I get it. I get it. They need to run the football a little bit better. But last year, they didn't run the ball that well, and they played the game of the year, and they almost won the Super Bowl. And you look at some of the teams that have won Super Bowls. The Chiefs in 2019 didn't have a great running game. The Rams didn't have a great running game. I know it's better than what the Bills have this year, but they didn't have a great running game either. So I, I'm not concerned about them. I, they're still my favorite to win the Super Bowl. Uh, because of their defense and because of because of Josh Allen. I know Josh Allen's been erratic, but I still am not concerned about them, and they're still my favorite to win the Super Bowl in Arizona in February.
2: Yeah, they they still got a great chance. Again, they I know they're titering out the Ravens, the Titans, and then there's still one game back in the Chiefs, and they do have that tiebreaker with the Chiefs. So, you know, they, they still could host and find a way to get the one seed. Yeah, it could be very difficult, but – there's still a path. I feel like with that schedule that they have coming up um, to get that number one seed. But yeah, the only reason I worry about the running game is because of where they play. And if it is in Buffalo, you never know what the weather's going to be in January. And that, that's the only reason I do worry about the running game, if they could do enough. and But yeah, other than that with Josh Allen, but you, you know, we could see him, he could throw the ball in a lot of conditions and, and still have a pretty good day. But yeah, I, I, this Bills team, especially as their secondary is getting more and more healthy every week, I do think the Bills are going to be right there. Yeah, you know, Josh Allen has, you know, hasn't been great doing the, you know, interceptions the last couple of weeks. But, you know, I think their defense, you know, can find ways to bail them out. And yeah, I think the Bills are right there still one of or not the best team right now in the NFL. So, yeah, I'm not too worried about them um, still right now. Yeah, they're still my favorite in the AFC
1: East, and they're still even they're even still my favorite to win the AFC and even the Super Bowl. So, yeah, and, and you, you brought up a good brought up a good point about their secondary. This is a better defense than it was last year. They have Von Miller on this defense. They're, they're, they yes, they've they've had trouble stopping the run the last two weeks, but they've been better stopping the run this year. So. I, I I still I know they're six and three, but a lot of their tough games are out of the way. Their schedule's very very favorable. I still think they I still think they 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 win this division because the, the the games against Miami Miami the game against Miami is in Buffalo and Miami has Tua has been terrible in Buffalo in his career.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I could see it. And again, they were the better team. I you know, too, they just did not convert in the um in the red zone that game. They almost had 500 yards of offense and they only put up 19 points. Like you know. I, I, yeah, so, like, I still think they're going to win this division. I think, they, yeah, they'll, they'll definitely knock off Dolphins when they play in a couple of weeks up in, in Buffalo. Um, but, yeah, I think the division's there. Josh Allen will be all right. They'll get more healthy. That defensive line's been pretty good. Like, yeah, I think their defense is better than it was last year, you know, when they lost in the AFC Championship game, and I think that's a big thing because, um, you know, again, if it comes down to it, you know, I'll trust the Bills' defense right now to get it. Get, you know, and the Chiefs defense isn't horrible. You know, it's not as bad as it was a couple of years ago. But I'll take that Bills defense to get that one stop, you know, more than I trust, you know, Kansas City to get that one stop on defense right now. So, yeah, I think the Bills, they, they still have a really good chance right now. They're still right there, one of the best odds to get to the Super Bowl So and, and win it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not there yet with the Bills.
1: Yeah. And, 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 that defense did, they made the big stop against Kansas city and they did make the stop against the Vikings. The problem was they didn't execute the, uh, didn't execute yeah. that play, which, yeah. which which was, which, which was awful. But they, but still that defense still got the big stop.
2: Yeah, it did. Yeah, it it, it did. You know, they, um, you know, after a couple of penalties too, um, yeah, on fourth on fourth down too, you know, um, the Vikings had a, had another chance at it. They still got the, they still stuffed them, um, yeah, you know their their defense has you know their defense is you know is good. They'll put pressure on the quarterback. They'll find ways to to get stops and big moments. You know, uh, and uh, yeah, they yeah as they did against um, Kansas City already this year early in the year. But um, you know even the um, Braves game didn't they make a stop late in that one too? I believe they did. Yep,
1: yep, yep. They made so, a, they made that, that big interception in the fourth quarter
2: yeah so I, I think yeah for this for this bill's defense they they'll find a way to win games. you know that defense could bail them out at times. We've seen it a couple times this year and yeah I, the bills the bills will do, will be um, just fine.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
2: So we got a matchup in Baltimore between the Panthers and the Ravens,
1: and I think this is the biggest blowout of the weekend. I think the Ravens run the ball all over the Panthers' defense. I think Lamar throws a couple touchdown passes. They forced Baker Mayfield to turn the ball over two or three times, and that's why I got the Ravens going to 7-3, and three being the Panthers, and Justin, I assume you got the same.
2: Yeah, I got the Ravens win this 127-17. Um, I think, yeah, Panthers keep this thing early, but, yeah, I, I don't expect the uh, Panthers stopping stop in the run game, running game. I think, you know, Lamar Jackson – uh, all those running backs that they have, I, they should have big days on the ground. Panthers may keep it close with that secondary for a little bit, but they just they just won't have. They don't have the explosive offense to keep up with Baltimore. Oh, absolutely, Ab- absolutely not. not, not a
1: chance. So we got a you got a interconference matchup in Houston as the Commanders travel to Houston to face the Texans. And I think in this game, I think the Commanders win this by two scores. Like they've Commanders have found a running game with uh, with with Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. I think Terry McLaurin has a has a, another big game. I think, and I think Jonathan Allen has a monster game, has a is, is a huge game, just like Dexter Lawrence did against the interior Houston's offensive line. I think they, he sacks uh, Davis Mills and forces a turnover from Davis Mills, and that's why I got the Commanders going to six and five, beating the Texans twenty seven to thirteen. But Justin,
2: can't Damian Pierce run the Texans to an upset win? I think they keep it close, but I got the Commanders well twenty one to twenty. Um... You know, I could see a little bit of luck down from Washington knocking off Philly last week. You know, Monday night, now you got to go to a Texan team that hasn't been really good all year. Um, you know, they might get Chase, uh, Chase Young back too this week, which will be another huge thing against this offensive line. You're going, going up against Texans. Um, but yeah, they're going to need Pierce to be able to run the football. Um, you know, play action is going to be huge if they can get it going. Getting Brandon Cooks involved is going to, going to be huge in this game as well for, um, Houston, I think they keep it close. It's a team that's played hard, but they got to finish in the red zone this week. And you know, I, I think Washington finds a way to win, but I won't be shocked if um, Houston, you know, knocks them off or you know just keeps this game close. I think the big question going into the week is: is should the Commanders stick with Taylor Heineke as their starting
1: quarterback? And I think they should. I think they should. Yes, I, I, I yeah, Wentz is more talented, but, uh, but uh, Taylor Heineke is three and one as the starter. Uh, and, and they lost by three points to the Vikings too. And he's three and one as a starter. And uh I, I think Carson Wentz was two and four. I just don't think Carson Wentz is good enough to take someone's job that, that's hot right now. So that in my opinion, I think the commander should definitely stick with Taylor Heineke as their starter.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I I, I like Heineke too, the way he's been playing. Um, you know, he's done enough, you know, so far again. Yeah, they you know, going four and one right now. Um, you know the defense played pretty well. They found that that running game. He makes enough plays too. You know that um he makes enough plays too with his arm. You know he's not a big scrambler guy either. But yeah, he's made enough plays with Terry McLaurin and um he's protected the football as well. But you know they have McLaurin Samuel. I think yeah. I I don't think he, you know. Went to come back take his job because it seems like the, You know the offensive line starting to play better as well I know that was kind of one thing with once they just Couldn't protect them they're doing a little bit better Job with Heineke this time you know Right now but yeah I The way Wentz was playing yeah I don't think he Should be able to come back take Heineke's job and then I, I think that Would just cause more drama in that locker room and it Kind of seems like they're right in the ship right now And they've really turned things around and They're right there in, in playoff position And they're five and five and and you know, last in their division still, but, you know, NFC East, was nobody saw this coming from them. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, I think Heineke still deserves the start right now. And until he really starts to play poorly, you know, they should just, you know, let, you know, ride the hot hand. You got Chase Young coming
1: back, so you're really going to have that you know D line healthy for the first time in a year. You have Chase Young coming back, and you got some big games coming up. You're a half game out of that last seventh and final wild card spot. You got some. You got some huge games coming up. You got Dallas at home in the last game of the year, and you got two games against the Giants. So I just don't see a need to change right now. I think so, you you, you, you got to keep. You, you, this is going well. I think I, I think you stick with it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um Hector's comment: Better division, NFC East or AFC East?
1: Well, that's a really, really good question. Better division, yeah. NFC East or AFC East? That's that's a really, really, really good question there. Uh, better division, may, NFC East or uh, I? I probably I, I'm probably gonna go AFC East because the AFC East have two legitimate Super Bowl contenders with the Bills and the Dolphins. The NFC East probably has one. Yeah. I because I, I think that yeah, the Eagles and the Eagles or yes, they're maybe a little bit better than the, than the Bills right now, but I think the Dolphins are clearly better than the Cowboys and the Giants. Uh, and then if you look at the bottom of the division, Washington and New England are pretty are pretty Washington and New England because yeah, like, yeah, I do yeah, think the Cowboys yeah. the Giants are better than the Giants and Jets are better. The Giants and Cowboys are better than the Jets. And then but Washington and New England are pretty even. But I'm probably gonna go AFC East because they have two legitimate Super Bowl contenders.
2: Yeah, that's why I have to go with them too. I yeah, I don't see that second team out of the NFC's. Again, the way the Giants have been playing, they they could find ways to win in January. I could see it. The Cowboys, you know, the, the Cowboys have some talent where they could do it too, especially how wide open the NFC is right now. But yeah, I feel better that the Dolphins and Bills have a better chance than another than than you know. I feel better. Yeah, I think the Dolphins right now have a better chance to get this or Maybe not a better chance because of the Chiefs and Bills, but I feel like the Dolphins have more talent than the Giants and Cowboys, where they can get there. I feel a little bit more confident in that. That yeah, that they got the second Super Bowl contender. I'm not sure if the NFC East has it, but yeah, at the bottom, Pats, Washington would be pretty even game. That that'd be an ugly football game. Oh yeah, to, yeah, Matt, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I would say they're pretty even. But um, yeah, I think the AFC is just a little bit better. But yeah, it's a that's a tough one.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I would probably go go with the AFCs by a, by a little bit, but they I think they're clearly the two best divisions in football right now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, if they 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 there's a lot of talent on um, you know, you know, cuz cuz yeah, last place in both spots, you got the Patriots who could find a way to the playoffs. It's probably unlikely, but and then Washington too, the same thing. They're right they're right outside the that last spot in the NFC right now. So, yeah, absolutely. There's not really a last place team right now in any other division where you could say that they got a shot to make the playoffs, and I don't think Washington or New England will beat anybody in the first round. But I don't think I'd be totally shocked if if they do knock off like a two C. Like I I wouldn't totally be surprised, but I don't think they would. I don't think. But um, and I don't think any last place team in any other division, you know, would be. You know, they're not even really sniffing the playoffs right now.
1: No, exactly, exactly, exactly.
2: Yeah, because the two
1: last – because the last place team in the Patriots right now are the seventh seed, and Washington's a half game out of being the seventh seed.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, they're both right there, and it's pretty amazing what those two um, conferences – or divisions being able to do with um, all the talent that, that they have right now. And, yeah, it's – you know, the NFC East is really the surprising one. I You know, I guess the Jets have been the big surprise. I guess even the Dolphins, nobody thought was going to be this good um, either. They've kind of been the big surprise, so – yeah, both divisions kind of snuck up a little bit on, on people, especially the NFC East. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So now we'll move on to an NFC North matchup
1: in Pittsburgh as the Bengals face the Steelers. And I think this game's competitive for a half. But in the second half, I think the better team uh takes over. I think that Joe Burrow throws a couple touchdown passes. I do think the Bengals defense forced a turnover or two from Kenny Pickett. And that's why I get the Bengals going to six and four, and I got them beating the Steelers 24 to 13. But Justin, can the Steelers sweep the Bengals?
2: I don't think so, but I think they keep it close. I got I get the Bengals in this one 21 to 17. Um, I, I you know Pittsburgh at home, they're gonna play hard, they're gonna play tough. I think they keep it close. You know, they forced five um turnovers the first time against Joe Burrow and that team. I think, you know, with JJ Watt back, I think they could get some pressure on Burrow again. They're gonna have to force him to make some mistakes yet again. Um, but yeah, can the, the Steelers are gonna have to stop that running game of, of uh Joe Mixon in this one? You know, pick it. You know, Pickett's got to, to hold on the football, not make mistakes, especially in the red zone. But yeah, I, right now I think the Bengals do find a way this time to get revenge over the Steelers. But I expect being a AFC rivalry game and those those teams, I expect the Steelers to keep this thing um within a one tour game.
1: We were talking about great division earlier, and one division that we had a ton of expectations for was the AFC West. But the biggest reason why the AFC West has 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 been what it is this year is is because of these two teams these two teams are probably two of the most underachieving teams in football as the Raiders travel to Denver to face the Broncos and I think that uh, I think this is a close competitive game but I'm going to take the home team here this might be a battle of two coaches that will that that could very easily lose their jobs after one year uh, with Josh McDaniels and Nathaniel Hackett but I'll take the, the home team here I'll go with the Broncos 24 to 20 but as I just said with the Bengals and Steelers Justin Can the Raiders sweep the Broncos?
2: Yeah, they got the Broncos as well, 21 to 16. Yeah, both coaches. It sounds like the Raiders may choose between McDaniels and Carr, and they may it sounds like right now they choose McDaniels over Derek Carr. Which wow. Wow. That would be absolutely terrible. That would I know Derek Carr hasn't played well this year because he
1: hasn't been good in the fourth quarter, but that would be a horrendous move. They choose McDaniels over Derek Carr. McDaniels is proving that he's not an Mm -hmm. NFL head coach.
2: No. Again, he's I know he's a very good offensive coordinator, but again, he can't manage a football game. You know, it's the same thing we're seeing with Nathaniel Hackett and he's not, you know, McDaniels, I don't think he's a good leader either. He just, he's not a head coach. He's an offensive coordinator. Um, I'd be with you. I, again, I, I like, I would love to see car in another organization and see what he's able to do. Cause I think he could be somebody that could be borderline top 10 quarterback. If he played for an organization that had any, had any, um, you know that just wasn't such a, uh, a dumpster fire, you know, because like, we've seen what he's been able to do. The you know the one kind of even last year too, he played pretty well. You know, you, you know, 2016, he he was really good. The Raiders were right there until he got hurt in week 16, 17. Um, but yeah, I think it'd be a, you know, I, I I think you would have to keep Carr, but you know, it, we'll, we'll it's the Raiders. You never know, but yeah, I, I gotta take Denver right now. The, the Raiders the way they lost last week, I just. Car kind of called guys out too. That doesn't sound like everybody's bought in. So um, I think Denver finds a way at home to win this one. As much as things have been a mess in
1: Denver, it's been a bigger mess with the Raiders. It's been a you know with with Derek Carr. His last two press conferences have been so weird. His press conference after the you know Jags game. I mean, he was saying like that uh, that you know I I, I don't know. I, there's stuff I can't say here. And then then the last press conference, he he calls out his teammates. Just very very weird. And as as we said. Uh, th- this is all. I think this. A lot of this is on Josh McDaniels. I mean, you think adding Devontae Adams, having Josh Jacobs having the year he had, you would think that you know, that adding Chandler Jones, even though Chandler Jones hasn't played well, this team would be much better. But I think a lot of this is on Josh McDaniels and
2: the Raiders made the mistake of not hiring Rich Pisaccia. Yeah, yeah, they 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 really did. I know Pisaccio wasn't like the flash or, or splash move that I that Mark Davis wanted and. You know, sometimes that's not always the best route. You see, the the players I think really love to play for him. Um, you can see they're all bought in for him. The way they kind of came back after all the all the stuff with Gruden last year, and they played pretty well. You know, and they were right there with the Bengals. You know, in that playoff game. But yeah, McDaniel's just hasn't been the a great hire at all. He's he's been horrible. And, and yeah, I just think too. You know, McDaniel's. I just I don't think you know. And I think part of our struggles is that that offense. It's you know. I don't think McDaniels has adjusted to what Derek Carr does best. And I think that's been a big problem is he's trying to force feed that offense into into that team and it's just it's just not working this year. And it's it's been brutal. And yeah, the Raiders have been a total dumpster fire. You kind of felt like maybe last year, you know, after you know, getting rid of all the Gruden stuff, you hire, you know, McDaniels and um oh I forget the other guy he came over with New England from them. Um Ziggler. Uh, he yeah David Ziggler. Ziggler. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, and I know they're are two guys that are really good. You know, Ziegler's a really good scout, and I know that's what they wanted to fix in that organization. And they may not even have that chance the way this year's been going.
1: Yeah, it's it's just been an absolute. Yeah, it's been an absolute disaster. You made a good point. McDaniels doesn't do a doesn't put Carr in the best position to succeed. And as a head coach, you be putting teams in the best position to succeed. That's why the Giants have had so much success this year. Is because what have the Giants done? They've ran the football with Saquon Barkley. They put and Dable has put this team in the best position to succeed. It's not because you remember Dable wasn't Buffalo where they didn't run the ball that much, but Dable came here and ran the ball and runs the ball a ton because that's that's the best chance the Giants are going to have to win games. He didn't put. What his scheme was in Buffalo, he came here and he and he and he has, you know, he's ran the football. And, uh, and that's been the opposite with the, uh, with the, with the Raiders. The Raiders have struggled because Josh McDaniels has wanted to do it his way. That's why Josh McDaniels has failed as a head coach because he always wants to do things his way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's been horrible. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, since his six and oh start at Denver, he's now seven and 31 as head coach. You know, so it, it's, it's been he's yeah he's been horrible it, you know since that mm-hmm. since that start in Denver yeah it, it's it's he's been pathetic and yeah it just it's the problem he's trying to force me, making it everybody kind of do it his way and it's just again it, it's tough to kind of have a locker room buy into that when it's just not working and it just hasn't and it's falling flat in the face of a team I thought could make the playoffs this year I thought you know Daniels could be really good for Derek Carr bringing in somebody like that that's kind of been a QB whisperer. You saw what he did with Mac Jones last year and it's just this year. Yeah. It's just been, it's been horrible. And, you know, I, I feel bad for Derek Carr. Cause I, you know, as I mentioned, I think he could be borderline top 10 if he played with pretty much any other organization, you know, I, I think he, I think he's got that potential, but it's, uh, it's too bad. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. So we'll talk, we got an NFC West
1: matchup on Monday night between the Niners and the Cardinals. And I think that this is a good, this is a game where the Niners run the football, I think McCaffrey, And uh, Elijah Mitchell have good games on the ground. I think Garoppolo throws a couple touchdowns. And I do think the Niners defense forces McCoy or Murray to turn the ball over a couple of times. That's why I got the Niners going to six and four and winning 27 to 16 over the Cardinals. But, Justin, can the Cardinals get their second straight win in the
2: NFC West? No, I don't think so either. You got the Niners 27 to 14. The Arizona is so banged up. You got no Zach Ertz now um I just think the Niners you know run the ball control the clock whoever plays quarterback from from Arizona I feel like you're playing from behind again get beat up on a last week on a Rams thing that we have talked about just just so depleted right now and just you know after last year it you know win the Super Bowl um just hasn't been there this year for him so yeah I think Jimmy Garoppolo plays better and I think you know once again with all the weapons kind of coming back now McCaffrey another week in this offense I just think it's a matter of time for that offense really starts to click and get going. And maybe that's this week against the, uh, against an Arizona team.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 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 So that's going to wrap it up for this episode of sports talk with R and J, but we're going to be back in about five minutes talking about uh, Rizzo resigning with the Yankees, the MLB awards that have came out this week and week 12 of the college football season. So make sure you check that out. Jones, first is.
0: down, wide open, it's Barkley,
1: and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is, av- is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team.
0: Look at this, they lob it to me. he taps it out. in off
1: the
2: glass! How about that? Porter Mosier, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. two for three, he's done his part
0: pitch is drilled the deep right field toward the poles, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the
1: 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not. They're even close to the best organization in baseball.
2: They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees.
0: My name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group, and here at CMG we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Chawing About the G-Man, and great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird: Murder, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting Clovercrestmedia.com.